This is the sermon, and I'm Coriel, back for another soul snatching sermon to help you get closer to God, strengthen your spirituality in case you are like me and you don't quite fit in with the Christian crowd. As you know, each of these solo sermon episodes are meant to encourage you, to inspire you, and all of this information is truly inspired by things that I have gone through, things that I am currently dealing with, um, or things that I feel like God has just dropped in my spirit to share with you. So this week is no different. Now, unless you have been under a rock, okay, you have at least heard of this Risa Tisa fiasco these shenanigans, okay? If you are unfamiliar, Google it. Like TikTok, search it. YouTube, search it. I'm sure you can search it (laughs) anywhere on the internet at this point and find this 50-part saga. This story from a woman who was just bamboozled by someone she ended up marrying and it just took us down this rabbit hole over the weekend. She shared her story and definitely so many lessons to be learned. But the craziest part of the experience for me, because I was definitely like locked in, was how much I could relate to and identify with and remember specific scenarios that were so close, like so similar to the things that she was speaking about. So that's going to be another sermon for another day. That's going to be a whole, probably a series of me sharing my story because I'm definitely inspired. But what we're going to talk about on today's sermon is definitely going to lead us back around Teresa Tisa. Okay. So if you need to pause it here for just a minute, well, no, Don't do that because it's literally 50 parts. So if you pause it and go try to watch the first part, you're probably going to get locked in. You're going to get sucked in. You are going to be distracted. Okay, so thankfully this was over the weekend, but my kids, you know, they was definitely in the background. My husband was tapped in. Okay, but so don't pause it. Okay, listen to this and then go go listen to that. So we'll come back around to that. But the initial spark before I ever even got caught up into this story, before I ever even heard of her, I was on um, Instagram and I saw a post by Coach K. Marie, my girl, um, Kelly. If y'all aren't following her, she's amazing. She's a real godly girl, like a church girly, godly girl. So she's somebody to tap in with as well. But one thing that she posted about that I made a note of in my um, notepad was in in one of her captions, she said, don't check the plan before you check in with God. And she was referencing the fact that, you know, we end up really creating idols out of these plans that we create for ourselves and the plans sometimes replace God. And so I'm like, wow, that's a, that's, 
that's really a new way, you know, to think about it because we always think of idols being this one particular thing, like idolizing people or idolizing this position or idolizing, but we don't usually think about our plans and how they can be a distraction. I did a whole um, uh, session one time on how your dreams can be a distraction, like how the things that you are sitting around dreaming about, thinking that you truly desire, how those things can actually be distracting you from what God is actually calling you to do. Because a lot of times our dreams are based on our limited perspective. So of course, our plans are also based on our limited perspective. And so it is so important that we do not allow these plans to become our idols. So much so that we are locked into this plan. We are locked into how we have decided the proper way for this plan to unfold. We are so caught up in making sure that it unfolds in such a perfect way that we forget what the actual purpose was. And so I want to encourage you and remind you as I am reminding myself that we cannot afford to get so caught up in the plan that we forget the purpose, which should be to glorify, to magnify, to amplify God. You can't do God's work without God. And this is something that God has reminded me of with those exact words at least twice. Okay, maybe maybe three times, but I've always felt like the work that I'm doing, the, these brands that I'm building, these podcasts that I'm putting out, this message that I'm sharing, me using my voice, I've always felt like I was following God's direction. But I can also admit that somewhere along the journey, I went from following God's direction to getting distracted by this perfect, perfect vision that I had created. That perfect vision became a distraction. So I started out doing God's work, following God's plan, being obedient. But then I got distracted and started doing my own thing, started feeling myself. Had a couple wins, started feeling like a winner, thinking that I had the Midas touch, thinking that everything I touched was going to turn to gold. And baby, God had to remind me, okay, that you cannot be out here talking about you doing God's work without tapping in and tuning in and tap being in tune with God. So don't let the plan become the idol. Don't let the partnership become the idol. I have definitely found myself doing myself a disservice in the name of a partnership, in the name of a friendship, in the name of a relationship, thinking I was doing what's right, thinking that I was being a good person by putting other people above myself in the name of partnership, prioritizing their requests and losing sight of myself, forgetting about my needs because I was so busy focusing on what they wanted. Going against myself is truly the ultimate sin because going against yourself is essentially going against God. Going against yourself is essentially going against God because God has given you a purpose. 
So you going against that purpose, you're going against what he has sent you to do, what you are being called to do in this season. Because you are seeking the good graces, you are seeking the uh, acceptance, you are seeking the uh, approval of other people. Don't get caught up in idolizing the partnership. Going against yourself is not going to get you any points from God. Prioritizing other people is not going to get you any points. You are of service when it makes sense. But being of service shouldn't be a disservice to you. It shouldn't be so much so in service of other people. That you are distracting yourself from what you should be doing for yourself. So we can't be out here letting the plan become our idol. We can't allow these partnerships to become the idol. We can't allow the pressure to become the idol. I told y'all the story of the mastermind that I was in that cost me a whole bunch of money and my mental health. Okay, that mastermind that was so like 100% focused on money and mindset wrapped up in how to make more money. It was so focused on that. It put so much pressure on me that that pressure had me out here pursuing things that were so unrelated to my purpose. The prize Became the purpose. And what was that prize? That prize was being driven by this pressure, right? The prize was being driven by the pressure. So we can't allow the pressure to become the idol. But then the prize was obviously the paper. And we certainly can't allow the paper to become an idol. Okay, that's how people end up selling their souls. Getting so caught up in trying to keep up. That you're willing to do whatever it takes to be whoever you think you need to be to get whatever you want to have. That's how you end up towing the line, going against your good senses, we willing to bend morally, willing to be lenient in your beliefs and your values, willing to turn a blind eye. I know so many people who are willing to associate themselves with people who they know are doing bad business. I know so many people who are willing to partner with, promote, affiliate with, do business with, have on their platform people who they know are up to no good. They're willing to put their reputation on the line because of what they think they are going to benefit. Willing to truly put that partnership, put that paper above their purpose. That's how you end up in questionable situations. Now, I'm not going to lie, y'all. Not allowing the paper To become an idol is a constant struggle, okay? Believing in God fully, like having full faith, even with my finances, not relying on my hustle, because that's my default. You you need some more money, you want to make some money, go out here and get make it happen. 
But once I became a mom, the making it happen started to look a little bit different, right? It started to, it had to shift. I had to show up differently because my responsibilities had changed. So it wasn't even that I was choosing to fully rely on God. But now these new responsibilities caused me, forced me to fully rely on God. Really relying on God and being obedient to his plan, even when things are looking a little shaky. Now, even though this, it, it always works out, like he always comes through. It be making my nerves bad, y'all. It be working out, but it be working my nerves. Okay, I can't lie to you because I like to be in control. I like to know like what's going to happen next. So that I can dictate a part of it. And sometimes that desire for control or stability or comfort can cause us to accept opportunities, accept invitations, get caught up in the wrong crowds, end up doing the wrong things and ultimately playing ourselves all because we were focused on the provision that God has already promised. And so we cannot allow our idolization of money to make us act immorally. So we can't let the plan become the idol. We can't let these partnerships become the idol. We can't allow the pressure to become the idol. We can't allow the paper to become an idol. And we absolutely cannot allow people to become our idol. But y'all, it's easy to think of idolizing people as like celebrities. Like we idolize the way that people idolize Nicki Minaj. Like the way that these barbs are out here (laughs) committing illegal acts in the name of a complete stranger. Like that is definitely idolatry. Right. That's easy to identify. They are idolizing Nicki Minaj. But a lot of us are idolizing people who we know personally and we don't even realize it. There are people in our lives who we have put in these positions, who we have put on these pedestals to where now we have started idolizing them and we don't even realize it. Sometimes. We are so busy thinking that we are doing what's right to please God, mind you. We putting God in it. We mixing God up in it. So much so that we end up worshiping other people. And this is what's going to bring us back to my girl, Risa Tisa. And this part of the story, I think so many women, specifically women, who are, you know, religious, grew up in the church, have, you know, Christian foundation, believe in the Bible, all of those things, y'all can relate to this. So very long story short, Risa Tisa found herself in a whirlwind relationship in the pandemic, quarantining with a complete stranger that she met online. Now, what I believe, and what she actually said, led to her 
getting married to him, even though, you know, there were all these red flags, even though she had all these questions, even though she had these gut feelings, even though she really knew better, what really led to her marrying him anyway was that she had this strong Christian foundation, this faith, this belief that her quarantining with, which eventually led to her living with, cohabitating with, shacking up with, you know, committing, I don't think, is that adultery? I don't know what it is, but committing this sin, right? Because she felt so convicted for being an unmarried woman living with this man, she allowed that belief to become the idol. So much so that her obsession with marriage became the idol. So here she was thinking she was pleasing God by following scripture that says, you know, that you should be married. If you're living with this man, you should be married. If you're having sex, you should be married. Her belief that pleasing God means marriage led her down this path of destruction with this perfect stranger, this pathological liar who led her into literal like mania. Okay. You got to go down the maze, the 50 part maze for yourself to get all of the crazy mind boggling details. But what led her into the marriage part was her feeling like she had to do what was right based on her beliefs. So sometimes we idolize people. In her case, this husband became the idol keeping up with this situation, keeping this marriage, keeping this picture perfect identity of a woman who pleases God. Her title of wife became the idol. She wanted so much to live up to this biblical identity of being a wife to quote unquote, please God, that she got herself in this trouble and by idolizing marriage, obsessing over this position. How many of us can identify with making bad choices based on us feeling like we need to be a wife, based on us feeling like this man needs to be the man, based on us feeling like the clock is ticking, based on us feeling like, well, I just got invited to another baby shower, based on us feeling like I don't want to be another bridesmaid, based on us having this deadline, we make some pretty destructive decisions. We are so caught up in this vision we've created for ourselves. Even if we believe that vision is based on these biblical principles, you still have to make sure you are consistently and constantly checking in with God. And then after you check in, after he drops in your spirit, those red flags, as she called it, the United Nations of red flags. It was so many red flags that God was literally in her face waving like the 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 man waving in the airplanes on the helipad, like so many red flags when God gives you the 
intuition, that gut instinct is your God instinct. So when God drops those clues in your spirit, it is up to you to act on it. So you can't be out here thinking that you are pleasing God and you are falling for a pathological liar in an effort to please God. You don't get cool points for making dumb decisions, being distracted by your good intentions. It doesn't work like that. You have to make sure you are tapping in. So I want to ask you, what situations are you still in because you are idolizing your ideology? Well, my ideology tells me that I need to be in this specific career, that I need to make this specific amount of money. So now I'm idolizing the money. I'm idolizing the title. I'm idolizing the power. I'm idolizing the position. I'm idolizing this belief that I have, that if I do this thing, if I achieve this thing, if I get to this position, if I accomplish that, if I make this person proud, that is what I'm doing it all for. And I want you to tap in and check in and make sure that you don't allow that prize, that plan To distract you from the purpose, which is to glorify, to magnify, to amplify God. Is what you are doing, is what you are accepting, is what you are participating in, is what you are associating with glorifying, magnifying, or amplifying God. If not, you got to get real about your real intentions. The other thing we got to do is we got to get out of God's business. It really comes down to us trying to do his job, dictate how things are supposed to line up, how we want things to look. We got to let it go. And I am saying we, okay, because again, this is a constant challenge that I am having to check myself with. Am I idolizing my plan and forgetting his purpose? Am I idolizing this paper and forgetting that he has already provided? I literally Googled the Bible verses on idolatry and false idols, and there were countless numbers that came up. So I'm not even going to attempt to quote or reference all of the scriptures that talk about idolatry. But if you need that as a reference point for so many examples of so many situations that we can find ourselves in where we have put other people, put these plans, put these prizes on pedestals that have been and and end up distracting us from our purpose. There are so many examples. Do not allow what you feel like you need, what the world is telling you you need to become to distract you from who God has already created you to be. I love you. Got nothing but love for you. And I'll catch you on the next episode.